Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Help Desk for March the 30th, which I believe is a Tuesday, but I'm in lockdown here in Brisbane, so I've already lost track of days in time, Peter. (laughs) Do you have toilet paper? I do, four whole rolls. Oh, fantastic. You'll make it through the next three days, I think. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yeah, you should be fine. But straight to the news today, there is some troubles at uh, Nine Entertainment. Yeah, Nine had a pretty rough weekend uh, in terms of IT. They, they've they been locked down or their systems have been locked down and it meant that their their broadcasting, some of their broadcasting had to be moved from the Sydney offices down to Victoria, which was somehow kind of protected. There was some air gap or something between the C- Sydney and Victorian offices, I guess. There have been a couple of stories out about what the motivation was for these attacks. Nothing concrete yet. Uh, the... The Sydney Morning Herald, which is a nine product, uh, speculates that it's ransomware, but again, that they haven't gone out to say what has happened. Uh, so I don't really know exactly what is going on. I feel it's too early to speculate, even though I have seen a lot of pretty big speculation in the media today. Yeah, the, I guess the strange thing about it, having the appearance of ransomware, but uh, so far they haven't revealed that there's been any sort of ransom demands made. But yeah, it looks it's it's sort of unusual as well that rarely are cyber attacks sort of so publicly noticeable. You know, TV shows not going to air. Uh, you mm. know, the possibility that the footy isn't going to be on. Um, <laughs> no, they promised in many tweets that the footy will not be affected. Yeah, so I'm sure there's much more that we will learn about this attack as it goes on. Good to watch. And moving to Canberra. Uh, The tech sector isn't thrilled about the cabinet reshuffle. So these reshuffles and things like the budget give us clues about where tech sits on the government's priority list. Scott Morrison didn't win over any fans from the tech sector with his reshuffle yesterday. The editor of Innovation Oz, James Riley, doesn't pull any punches in his assessment of the situation, writing that the PM has hidden his two most controversial cabinet members by giving them tech-heavy portfolios. So Christian Porter has been moved to industry science and technology portfolio. He is actually the seventh minister in that portfolio (laughs) since the coalition won government in 2013. Wow, so it's the... uh... Defensive dark arts. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know if people get uh, promoted or demoted from that position. Um, Karen Andrews, who was just there, has been promoted to home affairs. She'll still be doing something tech-related. I believe cybersecurity belongs uh, in that portfolio at the moment. And Linda Reynolds uh, has been given the, and this is uh, James from Innovation Oz's term, she's been given the nerd portfolio as Minister for Government Services and the NDIS. And that's because government services is all about digital service delivery and reimagining how government works. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say anything about those those nominees. 
But you've got a, another Canberra story, sort of. I do. <laughs> Moving on. And the Digital Transformation Agency boss, Randall Beauregard, told the Senate estimates last night that the COVID Safe app is entering a business as usual state and the app's infrastructure alone would cost $100,000 a month. They're talking about the fact that they've already spent $6.7 million on the app. And so far, the, the results aren't that great. They've so far found 81 people who have had COVID and only 17 of those were found and would not have been found without any other form of contract tracing. So, and, and I guess, Tess, everywhere we go these days, uh, we see, we've talked about it before, we just see QR codes now. We don't know. Uh, do you still use the COVID Safe app? Uh, I didn't ever download it. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So I guess it, on that note, it would be interesting to know sort of how many active users there still are uh, from the app, not just downloads. And, mm. you know, extrapolating from there when when they think they'll retire it. Yeah, I know Josh Taylor and a few other people have, have asked that question many times. So far, they've never really talked about active users. They've only ever talked about downloads, which is completely useless uh, to figure out how the, how the app sits right now. And for our final story today, uh, energy companies are getting ready for electric vehicles, whether the government is subsidising them or not. Despite the low sales at the moment of electric vehicles, the energy industry is expecting that EVs will actually put a massive drain on the electricity grid in the future. So if all those drivers get home at 6pm and plug their cars into charge at the same time during the evening peak, the electricity grid could be less reliable, kind of like when everyone runs their aircon on a hot day. To help smooth out that demand, Origin Energy is rolling out 150 smart chargers to electric vehicle owners, and those will coordinate the times that their cars are recharged with periods of surplus solar supply, such as during the middle of the day and avoiding adding strain to the peak demand periods on the grid in the evenings. There are a ton of really interesting flow-on effects or other things that will come from the electric vehicle boom. Mm. Yeah, just a couple of days ago, uh, they, they were talking about maybe needing to tax people with solar on their roofs because of the amount of energy that, that they were putting back into the system. This would be a really – a lot of uh, cars out there, I know the Nissan Leaf in particular, can be used as a battery. It feels like it's a, a really good solution for that. If people could start using their cars as batteries to kind of help the grid and, and lessen out those, those peaks and troughs. Yeah, that is the actual, the really, really cool thing um, about car batteries that could soak up that extra power and then disperse it back as like a virtual power plant. Uh, and that helps generate a potential profit for companies. Sorry, for customers, not companies. <laughs> One for us for once. Anyway, that's all we have time for today on the Help Desk. Thank you, Tess. Thanks, Peter. Are you not going to oh. mark the occasion? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, so this is our 100th episode. Um, there were a couple of times I didn't think we'd make it that far, but uh, congrats to us. Yeah, if you want to get uh, less bad at something, do it 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the, the learning curve, hasn't it? It has, and we are very grateful to everyone who does listen regularly. It is why we do this. So thank you for listening. Yeah, and if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it. We would like, subscribe, follow, which is actually tomorrow's episode. Mm, indeed.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.